Good morning. Um, we are on the top of, I'm uh, sorry, the bottom of 11a, Yod Aleph Med Aleph, the last couple of words on the page. Um, we are, we had discussed the blessings before and after Shema, that we say before and after Shema in the morning and in the evening in the Mishnah, and now the Gemara is going to talk more about it. So, Gemara. Maimavarich, what are the blessings that one says before Shema? Amr of Yaakov, Amr of Oshia. Rav Yaakov says the name of Oshia. We are now on the top of 11b, Yod Aleph Amun Beis. Yotzer Or Uvore Choshech. So the first blessing um, is, Blessed are you, Lord, um, who forms light and creates darkness. And that's actually what we say. Lema Yotzer Or Uvore Noga. So the Gemara asks, why do we say who for, forms light and creates darkness? Why don't we say who form lights, who forms light, uvari noga, and creates twilight? Um, and that's that way you don't have to mention the word darkness, which has negative connotations. So we answer, we say it as the verse is written, and the verse says, who forms light and creates darkness? Elameyata, but according to that... If we take a look at what the verse actually says, it says, who makes peace and creates evil. And we don't say that. Do we say the next part like that? We don't. We say, um, who makes peace and creates all. And creates all, not creates evil. And if we are going with the way the verse says it, we should be saying and creates evil in the next part of the blessing. Rather, it's written as creates evil, but we say it as creates everything, because and everything is there as a nice way of putting that God creates evil. So it's using a nicer term to... Then the term, then the verse uses for the blessing. Hachanami, so once we will employ a nicer term to convey the idea of the verse, why don't we use a nicer term without negative connotations for the first part of the blessing as well? And instead of saying who creates, um, who creates darkness, why don't we say who creates twilight? Hachanami, lemanoga, lishnamalia. Let us say, what, let us say who creates twilight, Instead of saying who creates darkness. So that's the question of the Gemara. The Gemara answers. Ella Amarava rather explains. The reason we say um, who creates darkness is not because we want to employ exactly the words of the verse. Because we see that the next part of the blessing we don't do that. Rather the reason we say creates darkness is in order that we mention the Mida, so the characteristic of day at night, and the characteristic of night during the day. And in order to convey actual night, that's darkness. You have to talk about darkness, because at that point then it's completely night, no questions asked. And we want to make sure that we're mentioning night during the day, which is when we say that blessing. So we ask, we ask now, So as far as mentioning a characteristic of night during the day, which is what we say, We say that in the first blessing before the Shema, during the day, we say, <clears throat> who creates, I'm sorry, who forms light and creates darkness, thereby mentioning darkness during the day. But where do we find a mention of day at night? So Amar Abaye, Abaye says, If you take a look at the first blessing 
before the Shema at night. It says, Golel or Mipnei Choshech. It says, God who removes the light Mipnei Choshech in the face of darkness and darkness in the face of light. So we see that we're mentioning light and during the night times, thereby mentioning the characteristic of day at night as well. Um, so now that we know what the first blessing is, it starts with those words, Blessed are you, God, who forms light and creates darkness. Now we want to know what is the other blessing that we say before the Shema. And the other one, what is it? It's the blessing that begins with the words, um, um, a, have a, rabba, a great love. So with a great love, God loves us. And so too did Rebbe Lazar um, decide for Rebbe Pidas, his son. Ahava Rabba, he explained that the blessing starts, the, the second blessing before Shema in the morning starts with the words Ahava Rabba, a great love. Tani Nami Hachu, we also learned this in a Brisa. Ein Omrim Ahavas Olam, we do not say, we do not begin the blessing with the words that an eternal love, God loved us. But rather with a great love, God loved us. And it happens to be that there are different editions of the Sidor, of the Sidor, of the prayer book, and Svardim say one thing, and Ashkenazim, and Ashkenaz Jews say another thing. And it happens to be that Ashkenaz Jews say great love, but um, Svard Jews actually say eternal love. Um, and Amri and the rabbis say Ahava Solom. Look what we say have there, right? The rabbis say that you actually say an eternal love to begin the blessing, the second blessing before the Shema in the morning. And so too, V'chein Hu Omer, and so does it say in the verse, Ahavas Olam Ahavtich, Alkei Meshachti Chasad, that an eternal love, I have loved you, therefore I have drawn you into kindness. So we see that the verse uses the word an eternal love to describe God's love for the Jewish people. So therefore we see that that's the words that should be said. So we have a machlokas, we have a dispute, what are the beginning words of the second blessing before Shema? Um, and that is, uh, that's where we're up to. We are now at um, about a third way down, Am Rav Yehuda Amar Shmuel, the first words on this line. Amar Yehuda Amar Shmuel, Yehuda said the name of Shmuel, Hishkim L'Shanos, if you got up early to study the Torah, Ad Shalokara Kriyashma, and you do not yet say Shema, Tzarech Levarech, you have to say the blessings before studying Torah. There are blessings that we say before studying Torah. Mishakara um, Kriyashma, but once you have already said Shema, and you want to learn Torah, and you do not say the blessings yet, Eno Tzarech Levarech, you no longer need to make the blessings for before studying Torah, Shikvar niftar because you already were exempted from the Torah study blessings by saying the blessing before Shema of Ahavarabba with a great love. Um, because in that verse, in that blessing itself, there is discussion of um, Torah study and asking God to put into our hearts the, 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 to learn and to teach and so on and so forth. So you no longer need to say the blessings over the Torah. Um, now that we've been talking, now that we mentioned the blessings before the Torah, we're going to go into that in a bit more detail. Amar Avuna said, In order to study the Torah, the five books of Moses, you have to say the blessings beforehand. But to study Midrash, you do not need to first say the blessings beforehand. Rabbi Lazar Amar, Rabbi Lazar says, If you're studying the five books of Moses, or you're studying Midrash, 
you actually do need to say the, the blessings before the. Uh, you just do need to say the blessings that you say before learning Torah. But in order to study Mishnah, you do not need to first say the blessings. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan says, "Afla Mishnah nami Even for Mishnah, you have to say the blessings beforehand. Avala Talmud But when when studying Talmud, you do not need to say blessings before you study the Talmud. For Rava Amar and Rava says, "Afla Talmud Even for Talmud, you have to say the blessings. Um, and basically. Um, the Rava holds that it doesn't make a difference what type of Torah study you are studying, you always must say a blessing beforehand. Now the Halacha, Jewish law, does follow what Rava said, that before basically everything you have to, before any type of learning, you do have to say the blessings. Um, but it's fascinating to get into the understanding behind this four-way machlokas, this four-way dispute, as to when you need to say the blessings. Um, Let's go a bit further, and Rao Rava is going to prove why he believes that you have to say the blessings even before the Talmud, you have to say it before anything. There are many times that I would stand before Rav to learn Sifra in the Academy of Rav. And Rav would first get up and wash his hands, and then say the blessings before the Torah, and only then would he teach us the chapter of Sifra that we were supposed to learn. So we see from there then that um, even before learning the Talmud, you do need to say the blessings. Now, of course, the question is, is that we seem to have differentiated between Midrash and Talmud, um, and Sifra is the Midrash. So how is Rava using this as a proof? How is Rava using this as a proof? How could Rava be using this as a proof that you have to say the blessings before the Talmud if that story is about Midrash, Sifra is Midrash? So there are many different answers given to that question. One simple answer is, is that the way that they would learn Sifra, the Midrash, in, um, the, in Rav's academy was in a way that was very similar to Talmud. So if you need a blessing before that type of Sifra study, you would also need to make a blessing before learning the Talmud. Now that we're talking about the blessings before our study, we're now going to talk about what those blessings consist of. Amr Bihud Amr Shmuel, Bihud said in the name of Shmuel. The blessing is um, who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to involve ourselves in the words of Torah. Rabbi Yochanan Messiah Bahachi, Rabbi Yochanan would uh, say the blessing a bit different. He would, I'm sorry, he would He would add, he would have a conclusion to this blessing of har, with the following words, Harevna Hashem Elkeinu, sweeten, O oh, oh Lord, sweeten, as divrei sarasachah befino, the words of your Torah in our mouths, lefios amchabes Israel, and in the mouths of your entire nation, Israel, v'nyeanachnu, v'tzetzeinu, v'tzetzei amchabes Israel, and may it be that we, our children, and the children of your um, of your nation, Israel, Kulano May all of us know your name and occupy ourselves with the learning of your Torah. Baruch Atah Hashem, blessed are you, God. Torah teaches Torah to his nation, Israel. Rav Hamnuna Amar, Hamnuna said, Hamnuna had a different version of the blessing that we would say. He would say, Asher Bachar Banu Mikol Blessed are you, God. 
who chose us from amongst the nations, gave us his Torah, Baruch Hashem, blessed are you, God, the giver of the Torah. Amr Rav Hamnuna, Rav Hamnuna says, this last blessing, the one that uh, Rav Hamnuna would say, he says is really the best of the blessings. And just by the way, that's the one that we say when we get an Aliyah. But the Gemara, so now we have three possibilities for blessings. We have the first blessing, we had the continuation of Rabbi Yochanan, then we had Rav Hamnuna's blessing. So what do we actually say? Therefore, we should say all of these before studying Torah, and that is exactly what we do. In the Siddur are all three of these blessings. Now that we're discussing the blessings that we say with the Shema, we're now going to quote a Mishnah that teaches us about what the Kohanim, the priests, would say in the temple, um, what they would say when saying Shema. Uh, we are at the colon, um, the first and last colon on the page. So the Mishnah. Tanan Hasam. We learned in the Mishnah. Omar Lahem Hamamuna. So the appointed Kohen would say to the other Kohanim, the appointed priest would say to the other priest, Baruchu Baracha Achas. Say one of the blessings. That comes before Shema, Vehein Barachon, and they would say that one blessing, Bekaru Aser Sedibros, and then they would read the Ten Commandments. Then they would read Shema, Vehayayim Shema Vayomar. Those are the three paragraphs that form the entire Shema. Shema, Vehayayim Shema Vayomar. Uverchu Esa'am Shalosh Brachos. Then they would recite three blessings together with the people. Ms v'yatziv va'avoda uberchas kohanim. The blessing of blessing of Ms v'yatziv, which is actually the blessing that in our siddur comes immediately after the Shema. Va'avoda, the blessing of the temple service. Uberchas kohanim, and then the priestly blessing. Ubeshabes mosif and bracha achas l'mishmar hayotze, and then on Shabbos they would add an extra blessing for the outgoing watch. Basically, the kohanim or the priest. The priests were split into 24 groups called watches. I'm sorry, 24 groups, yeah, called watches, called mishmaros. And each group would serve in the temple for two weeks of the year. Um, and when they would finish, the new, the new watch would come in. And that would all happen on Shabbos. You'd have a watch going in and a watch coming out on Shabbos. My uh, bracha achas. So now we're going to now we're going to analyze the Mishnah that we just read, and we're going to ask. So we said that you say that the Kohanim would say one blessing, one of the two blessings that you say before Shema. So the question is, is what is that blessing that they would say? So we answer Kihad Rabbi Abba Rabbi Yosi Bar Abba. So um, it's like we learned in the following incident of Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Yosi Bar Abba. Ikalulahu Aser. They were going to a certain place. Baominayu. And the people there asked him, My bracha achas, what was the one blessing that the Kohanim would say? Well, have it be a dayu. They didn't know the answer. They didn't have it in their hand. So they then went and asked Rav Masna. He also did not have it in his hand. He did not know the answer to the question. So they then went and asked Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said to him, This is what Shmuel said. They would say, With great love. That was the blessing that the Kohanim would say um, when it says that they would say one of the two blessings before Shema. Um, said in the name of Rav Ami, who said in the name of Shem and Lakish, Yotzer Or. They would actually say Yotzer Or. They would say the first blessing that we say before Shema, which is uh, who forms light and creates darkness. 
Ki as Rabbi Yitzchak bar Yosef Amar, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Yosef came, he said, that's what Rabbi Zeka said that the blessing the Kohanim would say was the first one. That Rabbi Zeka, um, and Rabbi Zeka said this in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, so he's saying that it was never explicitly said by Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, rather, it was when inferred. Because Rabbi Zeka said in the name of Rabbi Ami, in the name of Shimon ben Lakish, Zosomeris. This tells us, so meaning what's happening here is Rishim ben Lakish is, was talking, or just had read this Mishnah that we quoted about what the Kohanim say in the Beis HaMikdash in the Temple. And now he's saying something based on that Mishnah. Zosomeris, this Mishnah would tell you, Brachos im that the blessings do not keep the other one back. Meaning, you don't have to say both blessings in order to get credit for any either one of them. You'll get credit for saying one of them if you say one of them. You don't have to have said both of them in order to get credit for both in order to get credit for either one of them. That's what they learned out from the Mishnah, which says that the Kohanim would only say one of the blessings. Obviously, you get credit for one blessing then. <coughs> so you'd be able to say one without the other. And Rabbi Zreka inferred from this that the blessing that the Kohen says, the Kohanim would say, was the first blessing, not the second one. Now, how did Rabbi Zreka infer this from those words? So, it makes sense if they would say the first blessing, the one of who forms light. This would have been what prompted Rabbi Shimon Lakish to, to say, based on the Mishnah, that the blessings do not keep the other one back. Because this would have meant that the Kohanim did not, because then what we're saying is, is that um, although they could have said the second blessing as well, they didn't say it, and yet they still got credit for the first blessing for Yotzer Or. But let's just read this next part. But if you would say that the blessing that the Kohanim would say was the second one of with great love, God loved us. My what proof is there that the blessings do not hold the other one back? Or maybe the reason they did not say the first blessing of God who created light is just because the proper time to say that blessing, who forms light, which you can only say once it's light out, perhaps that time had not yet arrived. And that's why all they said was the second blessing. But really, they'll make up the first blessing later when it's appropriate time to say it. And when the time for who forms light would arrive, they would say it. So, Rav Shimon ben Lakish must have felt that the blessing that they would say is who forms light. It was already time then, it was already an appropriate time to say the second blessing. They didn't say it. So then it makes sense that the mission, that we can learn from the Mishnah that neither blessing holds the other back and you can get credit for one blessing without saying the other blessing as well. That was how Rav Zreka learned. Um, that's how, what the, that was the inference Rav Zreka made from Rish Lakish, or Shimon ben Lakish's uh, point. So we'll stop there for today. Um, what we talked about is we analyzed the wordings of the first and second blessings of before before Shema in the morning. Um, why we say what we do, what exactly do we say, and then we started talking about the how saying the second blessing before Shema exempts you from saying the blessings before the Torah, before Torah study. Then we talked a lot about the blessings before Torah study.
um, when exactly are they necessary and what exactly they are. And then we talked about the blessings that the blessings that the what exactly the prayers that the Kohanim would say in the Beis Hamikdash in the Holy Temple. Um, and then we analyze that one line about they would say one of the blessings before Shema, and we talked about which one it was. And that's where we finished off. Have a wonderful day, and it's uh, good to be back learning with all of you.